Hello? Hi. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to It's the Elizabeth Podcast. Woo. Oh, thanks so much for inviting uh, me. No problem. If you're wondering, hey, that's not the most amazing rainbow producer, Rondi. <laughs> no, um, it's our other friend, Nicole Kita. Yay! <laughs> and, and I feel like my disclaimer is that everything I know about pop culture, I learned through the It's Elizabeth podcast. So I'll be uh, a little in the dark on some of these topics, but I'll be learning as we're talking. Uh, yes, the power is learning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> Reading Rainbow. <laughs> yeah. Alan, make a note of that. Alan, make a note. <laughs> so how are you <laughs> I had the the funniest little exchange when I was driving home so I'd be in this nice quiet apartment to record yeah there was someone that was pulling like a u-turn as I was going to make a left to get down my street and I take a look at their license plate because it's a bright colorful Oregon license plate what does yeah. the license plate say Liz it says K-I-T-A. What? That's it. And so I like, I start like waving my hands at them and they pull over (laughs) and they're like, who's this, who's this woman? And I'm like, is your last name Kita? And they're like, no, they're like, it was, it was a a partnership. And the, the guy was like, oh no, but like my wife's name is Kita. It's her first name. And I'm like, no way. So oh. I was like, so nice to meet you, Kita. I'm also Kita, and I live, like, right there. And they're visiting from Oregon, so what are the odds? Oh, my gosh, that's crazy. So I, took a, a little... I took a photo of their license plate. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, just a little warning. My grandma's on the phone. Okay. And I'm in the kitchen, so we're going to have frequent. I don't, last time that happened, we didn't hear the conversation, but <laughs> I'm just well, warning. I... I always enjoy listening to Betty. I made some quick provisions when I got home. I gave the cats a snack and I threw some sunflower seeds out to the chickens. So we're hopefully not going to hear anything from any of those animals. All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's start off with our first topic. Um, yeah. Yesterday, um, the queen, Queen Elizabeth II, uh, passed away in uh, at her castle in Balmoral in Scotland. Yeah at 96 years old um and and just days after was it initiating the new prime minister signing in what did they call it uh appointing her appointing 15th prime minister wow um just a little fun fact she is the oldest british monarch in history 70 years on the throne so she, so okay, so if she's 96, 20, 70 years on the throne, so she started when she was 26. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Well, before she was, her dad um, passed away in February, and she, when she was still 25, she didn't become queen till after she turned 26, like in the summer. Okay. So, yeah. I know that was, that was such shocking news. Um, you know I guess maybe having just seen her in the press with the prime minister thing like you know just I don't know it just yeah she she was on everyone's consciousness at that moment yeah her health has been really like up and down 
um, since Philip passed away. Okay. So her house has kind of been crazy. And um, I, how I found out about like how her health, about the, like how they were, um, her doctor were like, well, her health isn't that great right now. Um, I was, uh, I woke up and I just like happened to look at my phone and see one of the, uh, um, cause I follow like all the Royal reporters on Twitter um then posted something about it and I was like oh no oh no oh no I and was then, yeah I was getting yeah. into my car after uh visiting an artist and yeah. I just heard like update yeah. from Balmoral and it was just like that was it and then it switched to like another story or another commercial or something and I was like uh-oh and I yeah. literally pulled over and <laughs> texted you and Rondi where I'm like yeah. uh-oh yeah yeah when like the official news broke, um, I was doing housework and um, I came into our living room and my grandma, she always watches The Price is Right. And it was like at the halfway point where they were doing the wheel and it was like CBS special report. And I was like, don't, I was like, no, no. I was just hoping it was like some like President Donald Trump stuff. And I was like, I hope it's that. And then they were like, we are here to report breaking news that the queen passed when I was like, I was, yeah, I was going to ask, is that common for like regular shows like that to get interrupted or it has to be pretty big? So probably, yeah, it has to be like a, probably like a major like political figure for our news to do it. But in the UK, how people knew it was kind of happening was the BBC um, website, their banner on their website, uh, was black and the uh presenters started dressing black and they canceled their programming until after six wow okay so that's how people were like okay something's happening so there's just so many of us that are you know having having a moment with it because she has been the queen for our whole lives and I mean like, yeah I'm I'm 39 so that's not terribly significant but you no. know I mean Drew's father who is 94 you know it's yeah. like thinking about how long someone has been in reign in someone else's life who's you know a little older than you or I yeah yeah my gr- she became queen when my grandma was young too that's, my that's wild married. yeah yeah I mean like I I feel like you know I've seen a lot of a lot of memes uh, already and a handful that aren't terribly respectful. No. I think I feel a little bit more like sentiment towards it. Like I am I have dual citizenship. I'm Canadian, and I mean she was just such a present figure. Yeah. In my youth, I mean, like literally yeah. on all the money and just you know just yeah. a, a much closer connection. Um, yeah. I think than a lot of Americans grow up with. Yeah. And before anyone says anything, like the crown has done horrible things. A hundred percent. The her ancestry did horrible things. One hundred percent. Yeah. So before anyone gets on their high horse and goes. Yeah. Because it's not her fault. She didn't sign, you know, she didn't say, let's do that, let's do that. It was an ancestor. And then when she became a constitutional, because everyone's demanding that, like, oh, she should have apologized and all, all that stuff. And someone who lives in Britain said she would have had to go to the government okay. <laughs> to ask okay. if she could apologize because race has been made part of the government. It so she really, would have had yeah. to go to the prime minister and do it. 
mm-hmm. you know and everyone says we don't know her stance on a lot of this stuff like a lot of things like she could have been so pissed off about it she could have been like this is ridiculous that's true i mean her outward persona has always been calm and reserved and dignified and that actually i was gonna ask like has there been any direct talk about specific things with her health because i feel like in general they're just buttoned up about everything no one knows about it no one knows about it no one really knows like what was the thing that was the decline so um but um all of her kids uh charles and Anne were already there so people there's rumors that they might have been there at the end okay i hope so and uh william uh edward and sophie and this disgusting andrew (laughs) Uh, uh, all flew together and Harry was the last one to get there okay so and but none of the other grandkids came so no one knows if that was the queen's wishes or if it was like senior member like line of succession numbers only like no one really knows why that was happening was this like her summer respite because she was in Balmoral yeah, so every summer since Queen Victoria, um, the royal family goes up to Scotland in Balmoral and they kind of just kind of recharge their batteries. And she, the queen still govern, like not govern, but she still does her job mm-hmm. even there. But she can kind of be a little more, they say, like relaxed and not have to you know, be so proper. She walks her dog. She used to walk her dogs around the property. Um they would do like family barbecues. Um, they would hunt. Right. And then they would go to the Scottish games. And then she would host the prime minister of the UK there and do that stuff. So, and then she would come back right before the opening of parliament. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, um, but Charles, who's now king, it's weird saying it um soon to be well he's going to be called king charles the third which everyone was like good name to pick with the other king charles's history um and so he was he became king the minute she died which is like oh okay i was wondering how that worked yeah so when the queen's father died her father had cancer and um because he had a stutter and all the doctors back then thought hey smoke a cigarette it'll calm your stutter down sure and it gave him throat cancer and he he had to do like a lot of surgery i think he had he got one throat surgery and then i think he was gonna have to get another i forget what but um when he died in the 50s she became queen automatically and she was asleep when it happened so that's how it's it's really like morbid that whole part like when they become you know the heir and all that stuff like the king so now the line of succession is william's number one george's number two charlotte's three louis number four harry is number five uh archie's six and lily's seven 
So five has to sting a little bit, I'm sure. For what? Harry. Oh, oh yeah. Like he, I'm like, I'm going to say like, this is my whole conspiracy theory. This is, these are my thoughts. This is my opinion. This is it is the Elizabeth podcast after yeah. all. Um, he, I think the men in gray suits are going to get their revenge on him. I think a lot of things that Megan has said and he has said are going to come and bite them in the butt. Because right now he's suing the government for tax paid security. Oh, okay. Yeah, and if they win this, it sounds like if they go into any country, I don't know about the U.S., um, the taxpayers have to pay for it. Right. right. I remember we've talked about mm-hmm. that before. It's so yeah. interesting. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if that mysteriously uh, gets dismissed. <laughs> um, I think he's going to get screwed in the will, whatever she leaves. We're not going to know. Um, I think they're going to be put in an area where they're not near Charles or any member of the family. I think they're going to be off camera. And the reason is for their yeah. safety. I think I think the palace is going to be real petty. <laughs> I think the petty I, well, come out. I'm, part of this, you know, part of the queen's passing just really made me interested in like, how is Charles going to address their relationship now that he is the figurehead? Yeah. Well, he can't. Well, he did a speech today. He and um, uh, William, well, he flew back first and then William flew after um a speech and uh pretty much his speech was like thanking everyone for their well like their wishes and he made the same vow that the queen made to the commonwealth saying hey i'm gonna do this until i die okay and um he named kate and william the prince and princess of wales and said that he knows that they're going to do a really good job. And so r- remind our listeners and me, um, what were Kate and William's titles before this? So um... the, the queen, when they got married in 2011, uh, gave them the title, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. They still have that title. Oh, gotcha. They okay. still have that title. And they now take Charles's titles when he was in the heir position. So they get the duchy and they get um, the Prince and Princess of Wales. She's using the title, which I'm completely fine with. And I forget what, um, and the Cornwall, which is uh, their Scottish title that they use, the Duke and Duchess of Cornwall, which is what uh, Camilla was using because she didn't take the Princess of Wales title out of respect for Diana. Okay, so when we go to trivia night, you are a hundred percent on my team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, he, it, to me, read this however you will. Um, a lot of people who like don't like Meghan and Harry are thinking it's like a little dig. <laughs> uh, he said about Meghan and Harry. He said Harry and Meghan are loved and are making a life overseas. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you kind of have to own that. You've you've made it clear. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of your your bed to sleep in. Yeah, when he was on his way to the castle, he he was like 
Prince Harry. He was like sad and all that stuff. And I'm like, you're you're you've made more of an effort to see her now when she was dying than you did when she was alive. So you are not wrong. Putting oceans between you and your family doesn't make it very easy. And I wouldn't be surprised. This is just another conspiracy. If Harry's going to get a rude awakening from the palace, but also in himself. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if like maybe like a few months we hear Harry and Meghan are having maritable problems. It has to just be so much to process. You know, this has been a change that people have been anticipating for such a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a change that's coming and the funeral won't happen for 12 days because they have to plan it. They have and to... is something, because I, I remember either from a podcast or talking with you, was Diana's funeral procession originally the Queen's? Queen Mother's. Oh, gotcha, okay. Because the Queen Mother's was the one that they could do the quickest because they had been practicing it because... Yeah. The Queen Mother was like 97 and could have gone at any moment. Okay, so it was the yeah. only one. Yeah. The only thing that so, they changed was they invited like celebrities. Okay. Instead of like heads of state. So Elizabeth was planned out, but just actually producing it is going to oh. take a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, um, they have to do they have to get like security involved like police barriers um invites um because a lot of it's going to be diplomats flying in yeah sure other royal heads of state um the food that they're going to reserve at the after the funeral <laughs> sure yeah no, it's an enormous production it, 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 it's going to be a process but she is going to be buried with prince philip okay and everyone is concerned about her corgis <laughs> what's going to happen her dogs um they're probably going to be taken care of i bet you they're probably going to go to some like dog place that they have on the royal properties because i'm sure Charles isn't going to kill him. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was curious to hear if she had a plan in mind that she wanted for them. Yeah, there's probably, it's probably just, they're probably just going to live out their lives until they, you know, pass away. Aww. Yeah. But if more news comes, come to it's the Elizabeth podcast. Boop, boop. Yes. Um, so our next, um, it was more of a celebration. Uh, Taylor Hawkins, he was the drummer of the Food Fight, the Food Fighters. Oh yes, mm-hmm. and he died before their gig, mysteriously. Still, no one knows. I haven't found um, what was his cause of death. And yeah. they did a tribute show, which they streamed on YouTube and Paramount Plus um, concert in London. Yeah, and uh, they had whole bunch of rock legends um they had john paul jones played on a song um uh, paul mccartney came out towards the end of it 
and uh, did a Beatles song. Uh, the Pretenders played. Oh, wow. Um, Wolfgang Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen's son, played guitar. And he he was... The, the kid can play an, a Van Halen song anytime he wants. Eddie Van Halen taught him well. How old is Wolfgang? He's a year younger than me. So oh, okay. he, yeah, so he played and then um, uh, Violet uh, Grohl, Dave Grohl's daughter, sang two songs. She oh, wow. seemed, she did really good, but she seemed real nervous. <laughs> And then uh, your Canadian <laughs> uh, people, uh, Rush, the band Rush, um, Alec Lifeson and Getty Lee played two songs. And so uh, what's the, the memorial concert for like just for a celebration or were they? Yeah, just to, to kind of just they were celebrating him. They told yeah. funny stories, and they also were doing a fundraiser, I think, for music. Well, and on YouTube, I was ask if you could was a see fundraiser. on YouTube. I think they raised thirty-six k. Wow. Yeah, and um, during the Food Fighters portion, they performed last. Um, Taylor's sixteen-year-old son came out and played um, Heroes. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I feel like what I've kind of seen circulating just yeah. on like Pitchfork and other like posts popping mm -hmm. up on the Instagram okay. is just like how yeah. completely distraught uh, Dave Grohl was just, you know, yeah, clearly, you clearly crying on stage and just yeah, he, yeah. going through the emotions. Yeah, he cried. He when they started singing times like these, he started acapella and you just couldn't. Like he choked up and then he got himself together. But yeah, he was going through it. And like I think every a lot of times, yeah, when someone passes, it's like it's a great opportunity to bring awareness or fundraise towards like a particular illness or if they were struggling with like substance abuse. But this one is really just we're in the dark, right? Yeah, no one really knows. And yeah. So no one knows about it. But apparently there's going to be one in LA. Another one. I don't know if they're going to stream oh, it. Okay. Um, it's going to happen in, in Los Angeles. And it, Joan Jett's going to play. Oh, wow. And Miley Cyrus is going to play. Okay. Uh, well, I do not know if any of the rock legends are coming. But hey, who knows? They might show up. And was this past event open to the public or just streaming was how they made it accessible? You had to buy tickets. Mm -hmm. And then it was, they, they had a big crowd, but it looked, I wonder if they COVID restricted it. Sure, I hope so. It looked like there was a lot of people, but not like a, like a lot of people. So Ugh. when you were talking about the Queen's funeral and thinking about those crowds, my mind immediately went to covid protocols i know yeah um it's gonna be a lot of people together yeah there's gonna be a lot so let's get on to the hello darling drama <laughs> that is going on that's kind of settled down but it's going on at the time um yes. so florence Pugh. hope i said her last name right hope she's right um she so 
Olivia Wilde came out with a statement saying like how she protects her cast and all that stuff. And then rumors started coming out that Florence Pugh wasn't going to promote the movie. Hello, darling. Okay. And so people were like, what's the drama? Like, what's the tea? Like, what's like, why aren't they doing anything? Well, and then after that rumor came out, it was like, oh, well, she'll promote it, but she's only going to do the Florence. She's going to only going to do the film festival in Venice. That's the only promotion she's going to do. Okay. Well, (laughs) then stories started coming out because Olivia Wilde is with uh, singer Harry Styles. Right. They started dating during the production. And it's rumored that Olivia Wilde, some days on the set, would just be not professional. She would almost be staring at Harry like in a daze or not um, paying attention. And Florence Pugh would have to like tell the crew where to set up, like what to do. So that happened. I saw, like, I saw some comments floating around about something that she had directed towards another person about, like, if a movie fails, it's it's on the producer, and like that's yeah. kind of come to like bite her in the butt now. Yeah. Well, then enter the chat. <laughs> Um, Shia LaBeouf um, who has been cancelled he was originally cast right yeah yeah, he was originally cast but he's been cancelled and he's kind of doing this whole like redemption arc and doing this whole um, thing and he decided to drop some stuff to uh, Variety And it was a video of Olivia Wilde talking smack. Oh, boy. And she was, like, telling him not to quit and pretty much blaming it all on Florence Pugh. I hope that's her name. I really hope it's her name. It is. Uh, Yeah, I think you could. Okay. Um, Saying, like, Miss Flo Flo, like, needs to straighten her attitude out. Well, then, when that came out, Florence Pugh was like, I'm doing no promotion. I'm not going to promote this movie totally fair when you don't have the support of like the producer behind you like that's so childish and embarrassing and then um so she didn't do the press conference portion of it and she was just living her best life like posting stuff on uh ig and olivia wilde answered a question during the press conference and they because they asked her about the whole thing she's like um, that her and Florence were fine and it was just social media and the tabloids making making it a bigger deal, like making it out of nothing. Pretty much blaming. Pointing the has, fingers. Has Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde worked together before? I know this is Olivia's no. second director role. No. So Florence dated Zach. Oh my, he was on Scrubs. He created Scrubs. Um, Brath. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to also just secretly wish it was that Galifianakis because I love him, but I think he's married and <laughs> living his best life. But you know, yeah. just between two ferns, shout out. <laughs> yeah. So she was with him, and his friend, um, he's friends with uh, Jason Sudeikis. Sure. And so a lot of people are like, she's being loyal to him, and 
she knows what's going on and all that stuff so that's what's the whole thing and to add a little more drama to it um there's a video of harry styles spitting on chris pine yes have you seen that video i have and i didn't know I didn't know that he and Florence Pugh were an item. So this is just kind of like an extra layer of icing on this cake for me. Yeah. And how is that? Is that related to this? No. Oh, Harry Styles with, is with Olivia Wilde, not Florence Pugh. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And there's rumors that they've broken up. And stuff like that. So, so a fleeting romance. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but yeah, he spit on Chris Pine because there's the video. He looks down. Someone says he's not. It didn't happen. But Harry Styles has kind of made a joke out of it at a concert saying, oh, I flew to Venice to, just to spit on Chris Pine. And his fans are like, oh, my God. Oh, Harry, you're so amazing. Oh, my God. What, and what was the what was the context? They were, so was it like a movie premiere? No. Or what was the... It, the? it was a Venice Film Festival. It's where oh, like all gotcha. Oscar hoping movies come and mm-hmm. Oscar well, bucks. And I was say, it makes me think of the slap a little bit and how are we yeah. getting attention now in an audience. Yeah, but and then Chris Pine's people came out saying it didn't happen and it's not that big of a deal kind of statement. So <laughs> it's, it's one of these things. But um, the they got a four-minute standing ovation which people are like, oh, then it must be good. And then someone, like a movie person I see goes, no. Um, they always give a long standing ovation for the movie. Oh. You know, like a four minute standing ovation. And they're like, they gotta, but apparently critics are saying it's not that good. And what like, is Chris Pine's latest movie? This one. Hello, darling. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, so this is Chris Pine's next movie. He plays, I don't know if it's, I don't know, maybe supporting? I don't know. I don't know what category to put his character in. But um, yeah, it's supposed to be like a weird like thriller where you're like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe the film, but it's not good. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so I'm, I don't know if this is allowed, but I'm looking at my phone a little bit. Yeah, you can it's called Don't Worry, Darling. Oh, Don't Worry, Darling. I thought it was Hello, yes. Darling. When I was don't writing worry. it down. Don't Worry, Darling. <laughs> yeah, Don't Worry, Darling. Yeah. Yeah. And it's apparently not that great. I was going to say, is it out yet? Um, it comes out this month or next month. Okay. So just to the early film festival. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, um, uh, but um, Brendan Fraser who was blacklisted. He's in a movie called The Whale. I haven't seen the trailer or anything for it, but um, he got six standing ovations. Oh, wow. For his role. And it sounds like he's really good in it. I, I mean, such a delight to hear his name. What have, what we, ha- what we, have, what have we heard from Brendan since uh, the Mummy movies? Well, so apparently... He was um, assaulted by someone who worked for the Golden Globes. And he kind of went to them and said, like, hey, um, this guy, you know, 
touched me, like groped me pretty much. Wow. And what are you, what are you guys going to do about it? And they did nothing. It sounds like they like invited him and then they quit inviting him. And then he quit getting film roles. It wasn't until just completely iced out. Yeah. It wasn't until, um, uh, what show? Um, it was a DC show on, uh, HBO max. Um, he finally got work and it wasn't until like online people online were like, where's Brendan Fraser? Like all that right? stuff. So. Yeah. So that's the drama. Okay. The whale. Yeah. And well, in, well, hold on before I get to Britney's crazy news and the Kardashians. Oh, wow. Yes. Just a little more royal news. It's happier. Uh, Charlotte, Louis, and George are going to the same school in Windsor. And it's only a 14 minute, it's only like a few, I think like 14 minutes from their place that they're living in in Windsor right now. Nice. Yeah. And you know how many days they go to school? Per month or per year? uh just like they go six days a week what wow yeah (laughs) so and and they um posted pictures of their school uniforms and they all look really cute so i wonder it's it's kind of fun to think about like what additional like curriculum are they doing compared to like other like british children i wonder they're probably learning about like history, government, just like learning fifteen other languages. languages. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow! So. It's it's incredible to think how much pressure you must be under if you're born into that family. Oh yeah. Oh oh, it's crazy. Well, let's go on to some Britney news. Yes. Britney's trash ex-husband Kevin Federline. Um, did an interview with ITV, but then it got sold to Australia 60 Minutes. And apparently, Kevin Fairline got paid $2 million. Oh, wow. Do the trash interview. I sent the link to it to both Britney's response and the interview to you if you want to watch it. Um, I, I, I have not watched it yet. Oh, wait, wait till, wait, wait till you hear Britney's response. It is, it is golden. Um, so Kevin pretty much was, is saying Jamie did everything he could for his daughter. Um, he's doing this interview for his son. Um, just his sons and all that stuff. He's not doing it for the money. Just pretty much all around. He's. I mean, the, the $2 million paycheck makes me immediately think of Brittany's last statement where she specifically said, I turned down Oprah. I turned down these interview, you know, opportunities because it's not about the money. So it's like, if yeah. it's not about the money, then you don't need to accept a paycheck to have your voice heard. Yeah. And, um, that interview was very pro-conservatorship. Okay. And um, yeah. then her son, I think Jaden, gave an interview, was part of the interview, and he 
said um, all Jamie was trying to do was let his daughter live out her dreams and he him supporting her. Wow. Is this the first time we're hearing from the children, the sons? I mean, they're like uh, adult children, kind of, but yeah, this is the first time. Wow. That so they how, have given an interview. How old are the boys now for context? Uh, I think 17 and 16. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking like late teens. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like a lot of people are giving them flack, like you're an idiot because they just so everyone knows they put a restraining order on jamie spears but he's such this great guy <laughs> i know he's, he's so wonderful oh my god <laughs> but it's, then Brit- it's such a cycle of abuse like oh, oh he, only, he only hits me because he loves me it's like no oh, that yeah. is we have to unlearn that behavior it's just insane but um then Brittany clapped back with a voice memo that she posted on her Instagram and then she deleted it, which I always get annoyed with her doing. I'm like, really? I was going to say, I feel like she does that a lot. She's just such a, yeah. you know, emotional, accessible person at times. Yeah. And then I almost feel like someone, you know, from her like press team is like, shut it down. You know. Well, I wonder if she does it to see what the response is. Okay. And then she takes it off because yeah. she knows it's going to go everywhere. It, it's going to go like everywhere. all the fan sites and all that stuff are going to put it on there. Well, but it's also kind of curious for her to like kind of tip her, like to dip her toe in the water, so to speak, because people can still like archive that and grab that even if it's not on the internet forever. Yeah. Um, so she said in her little thing, it's only like two minutes, I want to say. It's, it's pretty short. It's not as long as the first one. Um, she said quietly after saying, uh, she said the 40 grand a month in child support is going to stop soon (laughs) and saying that she hopes they can talk face to face and says her dad needs to be in jail and Brittany's an atheist now y'all. Wow. She spoke a lot in her last recording about her faith being questioned under the conservatorship, but I felt like the overall tone is that she was still like a woman of faith, but she's made the the declaration now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And today on her IG, she has on it, which people are really like trying to figure out what it is. um, Channel eight in her Insta bio channel eight huh yeah people think it's about you know all like her fa- like everyone who put her in the conservatorship that's what she's everyone's trying to think it is <laughs> but, huh. I, I know yeah she posted a video of someone using a card that had an eight of diamonds and then traced an eight with the diamonds inside everyone's really confused oh my god what if she's i don't i don't i don't know i don't know why i'm getting this excited she might be dropping an album i feel like she might be i was i was wondering if it was like maybe like 
part of the book title or like I don't why would you call it channel eight channel eight sounds so much like media is that I automatically think is she going to do an interview on channel eight like what is channel eight streaming in most people's houses I don't know no I I wonder if she's gonna do I wonder if it has to do with like she's dropping a single possibly an album okay because she said she wanted to do music again but she doesn't want to do it with her parents who are going to make money off of her. Right. And, um, oh, and Jamie Lynn Boyle um, is going to be doing uh, one of those like celebrity, like competitive reality shows. Oh boy. To make money. Cause Brittany. Cause she's cut off. <laughs> yeah. Cause Brittany's not paying for her life anymore. The, the faucet got turned off. Um, oh, Oh, and also, you know the condo that she said her family has been staying in in Florida? Yep. She's selling it. A hundred percent. That's the biggest middle finger you can give to your god-awful family. Giving you the the boot scoot. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of Britney recording, what about the Elton John collab? I mean, is, I, is she going to do more of that? Are we building towards an album? We can only I speculate, f- I suppose. I feel like she's going to do music, but I wonder if she's going to wait for like all the legal stuff to go down or maybe get more confidence to doing it because she's been through a lot and she has a lot to sing about. So I wonder. You and I are ready for the, the Britney's version of Lemonade. 100%. Oh, oh, I am definitely. She needs to call Beyonce up and go help me because <laughs> it would be so incredible for it to be a visual album as well it, i think it would work in her benefit i mean just so many emotions so much triumph i mean what a journey like what a literal battle you know personally and in the courts it's just it's yeah it's something else altogether yeah I mean, I really, I really liked how we've talked about this, but I really like yeah. how composed she was in her last um, statement. You know, it's such a different tone than the kind of like post-trial kind of like hectic emotional Britney that we were hearing from. And it's yeah. just really nice to hear like her have some reflections on the situation on the other side and like open up to us a little bit more too. Yeah, I hope so. I hope she's doing great and I hope Brittany drop that album. <laughs> drop something. Yes. What's channel eight? I wonder if it's like her legal team. Okay. Because like Rosengard, like she would put roses as for like Rosengard, her attorney. I feel like Brittany knows she has a large audience that is used to kind of playing kind of like visual and like verbal wordplay with her instagram posts yeah so i feel like this is you know something that she wants us to crack the code or some kind of nod yes well Brittany, you're just a full surprise i was gonna say listeners give us your comments on instagram tell us what you think channel eight is all about yes yes alan get on that Take care of Alan, that, please. Yeah, yeah. Alan Cassidy, get on that. Um, but in can, can we talk briefly about 
Brittany and, and the kids. So where is oh, she oh, with, her, with her visitorship? Like how long has it been since she's seen the kids? Like what a slap hearing from Jaden that must have felt. Yeah. So th- she hasn't seen them in a month. And when you listen to her statement, you kind of hear what they were doing kind of when they were, whenever they were around her. Okay. And it sounds like they just like wouldn't communicate with her. She, you know, it sounds like she really did try. And she tells him because he talked about her mental health and he told her, she told her son to get a book and read it about mental health. Um, yeah, they haven't seen each other. And they said the reason why they didn't go to her wedding was because her family, like her mom, her dad, her sister, and brother were not invited. Yeah, it seems like Kevin is really supporting this wedge to be kind of driven between them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the sad thing is, Kevin, you're not going to have money and your Pellsbury dill boy butt is going to have to go get a job. You don't think he can dance his way out of this one? Not with his weight. <laughs> um, he apparently has a marijuana company. Oh, okay. And he, there's photos of him that um, show him not being the best parent, like weed around his underage boys. I was going to say, I mean, even with legalization, I feel like how is any court deciding that Kevin is a better parent than Brittany? Be- because he had the conservatorship and yeah it's just it's sad and the sad thing is is he's gonna those kids are just gonna get screwed i hope Brittany has a baby with her new husband like via service i know that was such a tragic loss before i hope they're able to try again or find some solutions yeah and um maybe she's having a baby maybe channel eight's the day of the baby (laughs) i'm really trying to figure out this channel eight thing i'm like i mean if i can drive home in mckinleyville california and see a license plate with my name on it then channel eight means something yeah yeah somewhere out there in the world um but let's get to some stupidity Keeping up. Kardashian corner? Yes, Kardashian corner. Um, (laughs) So Kim Kardashian was on the cover of Interview Magazine Mm -hmm. with her butt out. Yes. No surprise. Her butt Um, suspended in a jockstrap and some jeans. Yeah. Um, With her hair blonde, her eyebrows blonde. Everyone was kind of calling her saying she was copying uh, Miss Lady Gaga, Mother Monster. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it's they're not having the pool that they once have. And that's what a lot of people are talking about now. Because that cover would have been everywhere talked about. Yeah. It would have probably been trending on Twitter. Yeah. It but, does, I mean... It's, it's easy to kind of make criticisms and observations and, you know, I don't know how these things come to light, whether it's, you know, her 
creative idea or a photographer, if they're just trying to be edgy. I know that interview has struggled in the past. I think they came close to shutting they down a few it. years ago. Like, yeah, I feel like, you know, who knows where these dying media companies are trying yeah. to get their life. And I but... think they're, they think that people are going to get it with the Kardashians on there. And I was watching something, and it was when the Kardashians were still having part, but it sounds like like magazines that have them on the cover, their sales would be down and not up (laughs) with them on it, which is kind of funny. Yeah, Um, and then I didn't realize she was on it before, but it's it's also just worth mentioning that like it's such a contrast. So it's like for those that hadn't seen the 2017 one because I hadn't until I looked it up it's like she's doing like the the Jackie Jackie like maternal role like Uh, here's here's my daughter Northwest and just like this is just like it it feels like cosplay it feels like you know oh yeah they were um doing it because I think at that time Kanye had kind of made it known he wanted to run for president. Right. So they were kind of doing that whole thing. And for her to, Beyonce, yes, put Blue Ivy on a cover and does put Blue Ivy in some of her things. But Beyonce would not do a whole spread with her Blue Ivy. And it pretty much... Yeah, and I know that they they interviewed Northwest, too. They interviewed them, like, what's your favorite kind of pizza and stuff? And it's just kind of like, okay. Those kids are going to be so arrogant, it's not even funny. (laughs) I would love to say I was joking. So, um, I just saw this today. Uh, Chrissy and Kylie are going to be on James Gordon's show which fun they did a lie detector test oh wow which i'm like really (laughs) um they said that she was telling so they asked her about the Marilyn Monroe dress about it being ripped and she said no and they said she was telling the truth and i'm like really (laughs) i mean we don't we don't need someone who is a professional who can study how to like perform a certain way in front of an audience like yeah it's like it's sociopathic like and then they asked if kim if she released kim's sex tape she said no oh and it was truthful and it's like no it's not you're a liar everyone knows you did it they've completely (laughs) disproven the legitimacy of like lying to type lie actor tests as well yeah yeah, just so everyone knows, um, it's inadmissible in court <laughs> because there are ways around it. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I mean, like keeping your calm, being studied again. I feel like celebrities and sociopaths, sometimes they overlap, you know, have that very like, I'm going to keep it together because I'm, I'm interviewed every day of my life. So like, this is nothing. Yeah. And um Oh, Kylie Cosmetics, which no one cares about anymore. They're doing another collab with each other. Okay. And the photos for it, I'll have to find them and send them to you. Looked, I feel like Beyonce did it, or some celebrity did these types of photos before Kylie, and they're just mimicking it. Hmm. 
I just off the syndrome because I, I feel like I've seen pictures like that before. But um, oh, Courtney Kardashian has a new business new called Lemmy. Yeah, called Lemmy. No one knows what it is. I I did I did look this one up a little bit, and I'm yeah. hearing. I think people were initially thinking it was going to be something kind of eco friendly, which is because that's her brand. Which is interesting to think about, like siblings taking personal jets for very very short rides. Um, yeah, you know, I I appreciate her taking an eco position, um, but it sounds like the the Lemmy is going to be like handbags, purses, kind of more of like an accessory line. Oh God! And then she's—I te- don't know the fashion brand, but she's teaming up with the fashion brand who aren't eco-friendly, and that's whole mm-hmm. Courtney's whole brand is eco-friendly. Mm-hmm. It's like, stop! You're not eco-friendly. I did see that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, fashion is one of the main, you know, areas that someone can make an impact in terms of being environmentally yeah. friendly and. Yeah. This is something that she needs to tread a little, a little lighter with, or just be a little bit more informed, or work work with a larger, you know, or, consortium of people to do it to yeah. do it ethically, or to or better, us. or better hire a manager who can look at brands that are eco friendly and fit your style, not your mother who will sell you under a bridge for a buck. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, Liz. We heard it here first, people. Chris yeah. Jenner, to save her own skin, would expose Courtney, Chloe, and Kendall, probably all their secrets to save herself. She wouldn't do it to Kim or Kylie because they're her favorites. You know, I have heard, going back to the makeup line, I have heard a little bit about just the price points. And I heard that, like, Kim's um Kim like recently reduced the prices of her cosmetics from like you know like six hundred dollars to five hundred and fifty dollars for like a she, like a Kim of, doesn't like, do makeup regimen. right now. She's not, but what about the skin brand? Oh the like her uh yeah skin stuff K N or something? Yeah, skin. Yes, skin. Yeah, yeah, she dropped it because people were just making fun of it because it sounds like um, you can put more product, like once the product's out, you can order like refills and put them in the uh, the, the tube Okay. that it comes in and people were making fun of it. So I wonder if she dropped it because of that. I feel like when that first came out too, I heard some controversy over like some similarly named brands that were pretty like well established that like well it was like some real copyright infringement. That's what that's what oh that's what they do all the time. Kylie Jenner's whole brand is she ripped off a whole bunch of small black owned businesses. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely a family that is known for for taking and not giving. Yeah. Well, thank you, Nicole, for being a part of this. Thanks so much for having me. I I chatted with Rondi the other day, and she thinks yeah. her schedule is going to open up a little bit more in a few weeks towards the end of September. Okay. And I know no one will ever fill her shoes, but it'd be great to chat with uh, both you guys again soon. Yeah, it would be fun. Yeah. 
And you can follow us yes. at It's the Elizabeth Podcast on Instagram. Nicole Kita is helping me run it. <laughs> and there is a link in the bio now. So you can not get to this direct episode, but just so you can find the entire page on Spotify. And then you yes. can subscribe. And then it'll just be yep. easy once you subscribe. Yep. And I think you can turn on a bell to notify when new episodes come out. I do. I, you know, I use Apple podcasts a little bit more, but they text me when I have new episodes. So it's great. Ooh, awesome. And I hope next time you're on, we can find out what you think of only murders in the building season two. Definitely frustrated about not being able to get into my Hulu via <laughs> Apple TV password problems. Yeah. But, you know, I'll find a way where there's a will, there's a way. There's a way. All right, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.